This is a Stand Up New York Labs production, providing you podcasts since 2013. This week's episode of X-Ray is sponsored by John and Kiki Steele's GoFundMe page, We Lost Everything at the Fire Festival. John and Kiki were the only ones that actually had a great time at fire. They loved the chaos, forced diet, the feeling of wet mattresses, and the high you get from dehydration. They'd honestly do it again in a heartbeat. But once the horrifying documentaries about the festival came out, they realized they can join the victim bandwagon and milk their supposed trauma for financial gain. So they approached me as what you call an influencer. In exchange for paying me four grand, I am sharing this pre-written message. We are a lovely couple from San Francisco that needs your help. We've had to sell our boat, sorry, two boats, gold-plated Alexa, and Toto toilets. I think those are the ones that uh, wash your butt for you. And they're asking to find it in your heart to get them back on their padded cashmere sock feet and their boats back in the marina. Okay, let's start the show. Hey, listeners. Uh, A lot of my fans have been uh, writing me, requesting to dedicate an entire episode to sex advice. As you know, or may not know, I've been dispensing pregnancy advice for years, as that is my specialty. I've had a sexual career that spans several decades, and I'm happy to uh, share my tips for you guys. I asked my fans to uh, send in questions via snail mail, because I can't stand fucking email. Every time I open my computer, I get sucked into Amazon Prime, buying all this random shit, including a foam roll, an essential oil diffuser, and plantains that have no fucking flavor from Amazon Fresh. <laughs> but they do send in a really cool green tote, uh, which has proved great for the beach and picnics and um, prophylactics. I have a co-consultant on the show with me today, Miss Leah Bonema. 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 I love. I love you. I have. Um, I have seen you on stage numerous times. You're. You're a hardworking fucking comic. Thank you. You really are, and you're. Go- you're gorgeous, by the way. <laughs> no, but you really are. You're. You can't see. That's the fucking problem with these podcasts. You can't get a visual. But we'll take some some shots uh, after. But you're stunning. I mean, Thank I look you. at you, and you have that the beautiful curly hair. Um, I'm having an ugly day, so I appreciate it. Oh no! See, that's what we do as women. You know, we can't even take a fucking compliment. You know what I mean? I'm like gushing. You're like, I have a bad, I had a bad day. I'm like a guy would be like, Yeah, I know. Do you know what I mean? Thank you. Yeah, yeah. I remember. I miss. Um, I look at you, and I miss. Uh, what's her fucking name? Carrie Russell in Felicity. Oh, with the curls. I thought you were gonna say Robert Plant. Oh, why, why, why would I go to Robert Plant? <laughs> I feel like I'm always. I'm Do you always feel like there. you look like Robert Plant? I, feel like I look like Robert Plant. Oh, interest. Have you been told that? Well, my hair. Oh, interest. Okay. Or the guy who sings "I Can't Drive 55." Mm. I'm more of a folk. Oh, are you more? Yeah, of a folk? I like more folk, and I like EDM. Oh. I really mourn the loss of that guy. Was Avicii? I, I don't know. Do you know that that cute little DJ dude? I think he was Swedish. I don't they're want to get all, depressed. They're all Swedish. They re, no, they really are all mm-hmm. Swedish. The Nords are good with the, um, with the, you know what I mean? They, they are, have, and the tragic thrillers. The tragic, right, the dark. <laughs> was it the girl with the dragon? Tattoo. The tattoo, yeah. Great with the no eyebrows. Series. It was good. Oh, my God. It was good. It was even better. I mean, I did like the one in English, too. Usually you hate, like, oh, they Americanized it, but they did good. They, You know, the minute you shave an eyebrow, you're fine. You know what I mean? Like, Yeah, they, they, you know, it really was, uh, you know, if Trent Reznor is doing your soundtrack and there's, right. like, leather and dripping oil. It's more. It was Ooh, more. Yes, yeah. it was hipper. It was different, but it was very good. Yeah, it was good. No, I I have been to. Um, I had a. You know, I'm a professional surrogate. I don't know if you know that. Um, mm. Yeah, Leah. So I go out and I seek out couples that you know are either um, too unattracted to each other to have actual intercourse, or the ladies' eggs are you know already pruny, so they use my eggs, or I just carry the baby for whatever reason. The girl has a great figure, doesn't want her vagina stretched out. I have no. I'm too late for me. So I do that for people. It's very nice of you. I I try, but I went to uh, Copenhagen. Those women are unbelievably gorgeous. I mean, they are stunning, the Danes. They're tall, too, right? They're tall, They're tall, but they have, like, this olive skin and this kind of blue, beautiful blue eyes. Um, and I don't even swing that way. I mean, I will if it's a Tuesday, but I'm not, you know what I mean? I don't, like, I don't see... Not on a Monday. Well, I just don't, I don't see, like, Poon and go, Ugh, you know what I mean? As I do when I see a member, you know, a direct member. It's not the same. But you're not, but you're straight. I'm straight. You're straight. Have you dabbled? I've da- I mean, I, have ho- you? I hope we've all dabbled. I don't know if everybody's dabbled. Well, you should dabble. You think so? Okay, that's that's a good advice. How was the... Di- was I, it- I, I mean, don't dabble if you don't want to dabble, but right. if you want to dabble, why not dabble? Was it a college dabbling? I mean, it was a college... It was like last week it, dabbling. Uh, it was, you know, a, in my 20s dabbling. Okay, and you're 29 now? Yeah, now I'm then at the end of that You're decade. at the end of the decade. <laughs> 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 um... 
What was it? I mean, did the girl hit on you or did you hit on her? Like, how did you go get in there? Were you intoxicated? I'm just kind of curious how people kind of find themselves in these, you know, situations they didn't expect themselves to be in. I'd say it was different. I would say, you know, I think I thought about it. And, okay. then, and then you find yourself in these situations and you're like, let's give this a shot. Okay. Is there anybody, like when I look at women like celebrities now, who I'd want to, you know, um, have a fun evening with beyond, you know, Canasta. Um, I do, I think I talk about her quite a lot. I'm a little obsessed with her. I do like Andrew Jolie. Uh, you know, even though she's kind of like part sexual being part alien, but there's yeah, something. I love it when she had Billy Bob Thornton's blood. Yeah, but there's something about her whole being that is otherworldly. Um, and I do like, oh, I'm blanking on her name. God damn it. And I do, you know, I do like the starlets that have aged um, gracefully, like Winona Ryder. She looks feisty in the sack. Yeah, I feel like I'm not, I find, you know, celebrities attractive and sexual, that, but that's a different feeling for me than like, ooh, that person would be fun to, you know what I mean? Yeah, you want to see them, on, keep it on the screen. Yeah, because also you're like, that's a really high maintenance person. Probably. It's to, all about them. I'm going to have to do yeah. so much work. Yeah. And, yeah. You know what I mean? Also, I... I don't want to ruin any movies for myself. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, what if they're really bad in the sack? Or what if, or what they're if I like, embarrass myself yeah. and then every time I watch Tomb Raider, I'm like, oh my well, God. Well, what if she's like a sketchy, you know what I mean? Like sketchy odor and you're you're done. Then it's over. It's never again. Yeah. Right? I mean, and we've all had it. We've all been there. Mm-hmm. We're like, ooh, okay, pungent. And then, you know, but you think she I doesn't have- I call it Jim Puss. Jim Ooh, I like that. I call it Swamp Hoo-Ha. Oh. But Jim Puss is better. Because it just was working out. It's working out and you're, like, your vagina smells like human foot. Oh, you know what I mean? Yeah. Or maybe that's that just me? Please well, tell me it's not just me. No, I, I, maybe your feet smell different. My feet smell like roses. So there it yeah, is. Yeah, there it is. There it is. You have a boyfriend. I do. That's great. How long have you been together? Ten years. That's amazing. That's amazing. And do you guys? Um, is it a volatile or pretty stable? We're stable at this point. At this point, oh, I like that. Okay, but that's good. But it's work. Yeah, it's work, right? It takes work. We both go to therapy. Not for couples therapy, but for like individual work on our own shit, so we don't take our own shit out on each. Well, that's really people. smart. But did you ever think of saving money and just doing it together? No, I don't want to. You don't want to spend sit with my him time talking about his shit. That's true. Well, you end up talking about his shit anyway, right? In therapy, right? It's like I feel t- like I spend more time talking about my shit that often ends up coming out in a relationship. That's you know very I mean? evolved of you, because most people are just like, he does this to me, you know, eh, meh, and but you're like, no. This yeah, I don't really stuff. have those kind of issues. Okay. What are, give me your, like, your salient issue that you're like, I need to fucking solve this. Oh, um, confidence, um, okay. asking for what I want, uh, feeling like I deserve stuff. This is not in my relationship. This is in my life. Well, of course, right. It permeates everything. Uh, um, are you codependent? No. Okay. I'm very codependent. You know what? I might be. People don't understand. Let me explain but to I've our audience. But I worked on it because yeah. my parents, who I have great parents, but they, um, you know, they... They are been together. They've been married fifty years. Wow. They like got together in church school in like second grade. Right, right. And they own a business together. So they like get a lot. They're amazing. And so like I'm too busy being codependent with my parents okay. to then be codependent with. But I do have the tendency to take on, like when he's going through stuff or You're like, like when a he's sponge. upset. I'd worry, and so I've yeah. worked really hard on not doing that. Well, it's a fine line between being empathetic. And being codependent, right? Like, I'm a sponge. Like, I can't be around anybody. If someone's in a mood, I will take on that mood. Like, nothing rolls off Raylene Casper White's back. But I think people don't understand codependent because I've talked to people about it. It's like, do you know what codependent means? They go, yeah, you're dependent on the other person. I'm like, no, no, it's much more sinister than that. It's really where your, your value of yourself is dependent on what the other person thinks of you. And you need that constant validation. You yeah, know what I'm I mean? codependent with the world. I yeah, exactly. Well, so, so am I. Specific yeah. to one person. Oh well, that's good though. So equal <laughs> equal opportunity codependency, which is why I love the surrogacy because I can offer a service um, and make people happy, and then I feel like I'm worthy. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. If I I don't know what's going to happen, um, you know, when I hit this point where my my body may be like no more, which I don't think will happen. I think I'll be 84. Like one of those Cuban women that still smoke cigarettes and they're alive and they're 96 years old and they never worked out a day in their life. That's that's who I'm going to be. You just be popping them out. Yeah, just still popping them out. You know, the tunnel will still be open for business. Just, you know what I mean? And I think I might be, I think I might be one of those women like Helen Mirren where she's like in her 60s, but she's still fuckable. I, I think I might be that person. I think I have good skin. I think so too. Right? I think I do. I think I have a good head of hair. I have good skin. Um, also, Renee Russo, I think, is really, you know, like those thick skin. I fucking love Helen Mirren. She, yeah. Well, yeah. She's a mate. You know what I mean? And not a, you can see she hasn't had any work done. 
Doesn't look weird. I'm sure, she's had a little bit. A of, little bit, maybe. People have touches and touches, but she doesn't have like weird puffy light, cheekbones. Yeah, it's like light, light work. A light work, just like a piece of scotch tape behind the ear. Do you just know like what I mean? A few little beep, 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 beep. I remember. Um, I was told that um, preparation H, H works really well to stretch the skin because it actually because that's what helps with hemorrhoids. And people used to put that in the fifties when they're doing these movies. They put it under their eye and it stretches their eye out. So you're putting like hemorrhoid cream mm. under your eyeball. Whatever works. I mean, at this point, I try it. Right? Right. No, but you have good skin too. Are you, so you get, you're like a ethnic, you know, you're like a mutt, right? Yeah, or no? I'm a Italian and Dutch. Oh, wow. Okay. So Dutch is like the thinner skin, right? Yeah. The not aging so peacefully. Hopefully the Italian side the wins Italian's out. The Italian's like, yeah, they, they, you know, like fiery. But you, yeah, you do have that. I can see you have really good skin. Oh, thank you. Yeah, do you exfoliate or what? Do you do stuff? No, I just started washing my face this year, actually. Really? Yeah. Well, maybe that's why. You didn't strip your your body of all these oils. Yeah, I didn't. I'm not a, you know, now I, I wipe it down with like one of those wipes before I go to bed. That's it? Yeah. Wow. You could start a YouTube channel. <laughs> right with beauty advice getting a million viewers just wipe it just why just use a wet one an antibacterial wet one and then i you know i i've started putting cream on at night but i'm not and now i'll do like one of those sheet masks but really just because i like walking around the house and taking pictures of them oh that's cool that's a good um you very active on the uh, social media you know, I'm trying to be because I feel like we're supposed to Isn't be. Isn't it annoying as fuck? But then fuck. it's like, then, you, then you're plugged into that. And then you're like, I should be doing this. And then right. it, it's so much happening at the same time. Well, I feel like it's not fair. Um, I feel like the celebrities, you know, they can put a picture of their fucking ugly dog and people love it or they, you know, but with people that are not celebrities, you have to enter, be entertaining every fucking time. How many times a day can you be entertaining? I know. And I feel sometimes I'll post stuff and I'll be like, it's so dumb. And I'm like, you just have to leave it. You just have leave to be who it. you are. Yeah. But is it who we are? Or is it just like a presentation? I, I think I post, well, I post the happy parts of who I am. Okay. I don't post when I'm like laying on the floor for four days being like, why? Well, yeah, and then you How have, long yeah. is eternity? Right. Well, I see like Sarah Silverman talks about her depression. You know, like I'm depressed. Here's a photo of me depressed. Or I've been, um, I was a big fan of uh, Anthony Bourdain. I uh-huh. loved him. And now I follow his girlfriend for some reason, even though I had no interest in his girlfriend before, you know. But half the time she's like doing American Idol in Italy or whatever and she's all happy and looking really sexy. And the other time she's taking pictures of herself going, I'm miserable, I'm miserable. And it's like a weird, I feel like a bad voyeur, but she wants me to see this. But I feel guilty watching her be miserable. It's such a weird, do you know what I mean? It's, um, it's like a weird dynamic. Or you don't know what I mean. I, I don't know why you would feel guilty watching her be miserable. She. It just It's like I feel like, I feel annoyed that she, you know what I mean? For, I feel annoyed. Like, why are you showing me this? B, I'm like, oh, you're showing me this. C, I'm like, again, I'm confused. I'm, it's just, it's not a good emotion that I'm feeling from watching these people in these close-up shots of their emotions. Well, I think it's good that people are talking about depression. That's true. So people who, I think as a lot of, we're in New York, but like a lot of people out in the world feel like they're not allowed to be depressed. Right. Have like, like a lot of my friends that I went to college with who aren't in a city will message me and be like, hey, I, I saw that you post that you go to therapy. You know what I mean? Because they can't right. even, they still can't talk wow. about where is that this? with people. This is just not in New York City. But outright, like where? Like, like a suburb of New York or farther out? I've had multiple people. Some people live, no, I didn't go to college in New York, so nobody, okay. nobody around here, but like. One, some of the people are in cities and some people are in towns. It's just, okay. They feel but is like it a region not- in the U.S.? Like, where did you go to school? Oh, I went to school in Montreal. Okay. Oh, oh, so you're Canadian. No, I just went to school in Montreal. Okay, I didn't mean to imply that. I'm sorry. No, I, I, like I, I, would I didn't be, mean to get a little feisty there. there. I'm so I would sorry. be there getting healthcare. Is this <laughs> McGill? Is yeah, this I went McGill? To McGill? Okay. No, because I can't tell if Canadians are. I know everybody says they're friendly and they kind of are earnest and they don't have much of a sense, but they're really friendly and nice. But are they secretly dark and depressed like the Japanese or are they really just like just happy? I can't fucking tell as a nation. I feel like they're quite similar to Americans. They are? Okay. So it's all a fallacy. It's like the grass is greener. In Canada, they're all so nice and there's no aggression there, but that's not true. No, we're we're human beings. Okay. I mean, I feel like some Canadians are going to write me a letter. Well, yeah. I think Americans are obsessed with being happy. And I think that's the cause of a lot of suffering, don't you? Well, people feel like they have to be happy. Exactly. And then when the shit hits the fan, they freak out. Why aren't I happy? You know, why is this? Well, especially social media. Good God, everybody's fucking happy. And somehow always in the Caribbean. Well, oh my God. You know, the thing is, is that there's all these studies out showing how it's really making us more depressed. Yeah. So uh, my therapist suggested go on, you know, we have to go on for our jobs. Right. So like right. go on at certain times of the day. Interesting. I'll be like, I'll go on at 10. I'll go on at two. I'll go on at six, and then I'm out, and that's it. Yeah. Otherwise, it's just like a weird, like diddling. Because otherwise, you know what I mean? you're just fucking scrolling, yeah. scrolling, scrolling. Yeah. Like, like, love, and weird face, getting sucked into other things. Other, you know, and you're supposed yes. to be doing your own shit or being in the moment. 
Well, I mean, you're in a relationship, but I can get quite lonely. I have, for some reason, everybody on Instagram is like just happily coupled up or just yeah, got they're, engaged. They're not. But I mean, if You're some people are happy, looking, yeah, I know. But some people are in happy relationships. I mean, I would hope some people are in happy relationships. Oh, some people are, but I mean, not everybody. I wish they would put more photos of like the fights. You know what I mean? Or you're a cunt with, with the real dirty stuff. So I can be like, okay, good. But nobody's doing that. No, it's not fair. This is us. This is us hating each other. <laughs> yeah, well, it's true. But like you know, I. But then again, you know what though? I did have one friend who was getting a divorce. And um, I won't mention Charlene's name. And she, uh, she uh, appreciates put, it. Uh, she was depressed and she posted airing all their dirty laundry out. And that made me feel fucking weird, too. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, nobody wants to read that either. So I don't know what I want. I think I'm just confused. But I feel like you could be out there in the world looking for people. Me? Like, just like trying to meet men on Facebook? No, not oh. on Facebook. Oh, like out in the real world? Yeah. I don't I don't know what that like means at a anymore. concert. Ooh. Yeah, that's true. Maybe. How are you not at a concert with that hair? Well, I I try I try to go to concerts, but I'm short. I may not look it. I think I have a big personality, so I'm, I look taller I, than I, I, I am. You were very tall. But um, I'm kind of when I go to concerts that aren't arranged seating, I end up looking at people's asses the whole time. Well, I mean, that's a great way to find a partner. That's true, actually. You can you don't tell have a lot to by see someone's the butt. music. Yeah. Well, I don't like watching music on a jumbotron. Oh. Do you know what I mean? I don't want to see. I don't mind it. Really? Who are your favorite bands? Faith No More. Wow, what a flashback. Are they around? I saw them like two years ago. Really? Red Hot Chili Peppers. Which oh, you're not yeah. supposed to like both them at the same time, apparently, because they have a huge feud, but I don't follow. I, I didn't know I, that. I like Star Wars and Star Trek. I'm not going to follow these of dumb course. rules. Yeah. I'm trying to think of my my top favorites ever. This is ever in my whole life, obviously, Beatles. Um, Queen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, I really like Eminem. I have all. He's of very I'm talented tra- individual. I'm trying to think of people who I bought all their albums. Uh, He's got like a forty-year-old daughter already, doesn't he? Eminem, uh, Concrete Blonde. Wow, you are bringing stuff out of the woodwork That's here. My, four blonde moms. Shit. What was the name of that? No, that four, was four non-blondes. Four non-blondes. Like one concrete blonde bloodletting. What a fucking album! Is it real? Okay, I gotta get it. Oh on, my uh, god! On, on the iTunes. Okay, walking in London. When you're breaking oh. the morning and you step outside, that is a, a different, different group. Okay, different okay. group. I'm sorry, that was a, a fantastic song. Though. It was a great song, but it's a different group. What's going on? Right, hey, hey, hey. I think she's married to. A uh, woman. Darlene from Roseanne. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. But that, um, was, that was a great song. It was. It was like a one-hit wonder. I don't think they did anything. I think she's probably, you know, a lot of these musicians, it's so interesting, like Trent, um, Razor, whatever, Reznor. Reznor. They, people don't realize that they may have, like, left their, their band, but they end up doing all this crazy scoring and composing and music well, nine supervising. Inch Nails has a huge, he has, I mean, yeah, pretty well, hate machine. Yeah, no, no, I'm just saying, but I'm saying like people I wouldn't like. I would put that, him in the same category. Okay. You really don't like the four non-blondes. Like I'm, I'm trying I do to like that support song. this woman. I'm saying she's got a nice music career going. I'm not, but not, you're not like, supporting. No. I'm just okay. saying Trent Reznor and Nine Inch Nails is. I know, it's a whole other etchel, etchel, He's been etchelon. going forever. He has. He's fantastic. He, he'd be in my top 10. Is he attractive? I have no idea. See, in my mind, he looks like Marilyn Manson, but I know it's because I'm, I'm just I'm mushing them into one person. I don't know Marilyn Manson's music at all. You want me to play something for you? Yeah, please do. Lucky for you, I have a whole bunch on my iTunes. Okay. Oh, we're gonna we'll do my favorite. Okay. The beautiful people. The beautiful people. Banana. You're like hardcore. You're like in the mosh pit, right? Like oh, I love mosh pit. Yeah, you're like I'm the one who's like scared in the nosebleeds and just wants to drink milk. Okay, well there's there's a new song which I think ideally you would know. It okay. was on the soundtrack of John Wick, and it's Killing Strangers. I, I'm just gonna play because you probably can't actually have this. I can't. Can I, Matt? Can I have other? No, it's it's iffy. Maybe ten seconds. This is just see if you know this. Oh, of course I do. This is a good this song. This is good walking music and okay. giving people a mean look. Yeah. Well, I don't need to music for that, but um, but it gives you like a. And then this is like when he got famous, like originally. I don't think you can hear this at all, but we can just have it in the background, which is smells like children. My children smell pretty funkadelic, so I can understand and he that. And did sweet dreams. I can see that. I hope he paid uh, Eurythmics sure he their paid. royalties. I'm sure, he did. I love her too. I'm, oh, I love her. She's fantastic. Oh, Depeche Mode. Okay, they're put great. Them in there. Great Talking Heads. I, I've, I'm fine with them. Okay, all right. Wow. They're obviously talented, but I'm not. They're not in my top ten. Okay. 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 Creedence Clearwater. All right. All right. You've had good taste in music. You're well versed. You're well versed. A Bob Dylan fan. I like Bob Dylan. Okay. I just wish he would talk. You know, I just like. I think you don't want him to talk. Well, I'm saying the poetry. Like, I love the poetry. The the, the musicality of it. You know, the singing part of it. I could do without. 
I loved Eddie Vedder singing on his, I forget what his, uh, it was like a, PBS did a special for Bob Dylan's birthday, oh, and really? Eddie Vedder sang Masters of War, and he kept his hands in his pockets the whole time, and it was just He's so nonchalant, that uh, guy. Oh, my God. So, and he's also, he did scoring for, what was it, Sean Penn's movie, Into the Wild? That was phenomenal. Well, I mean, did you see, I feel like this is the first movie I saw pre-adulthood uh, singles. Oh, it was like that the was Seattle so scene. fun. With uh, Winona Ryder, right? No. Oh. That was um That was another black white Ethan Hawkey movie. Yeah, that was uh I don't remember what that was called. Okay. That was that was something else. All right, so I just remember like kids on a rooftop looking hip. Who was Not Jodie Foster, the other one. The other the other Jodie Foster. Fuck. Who's the other Jodie? Mer- Muriel Hemingway? I mean, who's who's the other Jodie? Are we looking this up now? Are we so you want me to look it up? Yeah, yeah, now I'm curious. Uh, and Bill Pullman was in it. Oh, Bill. And uh Dil- one of the Dillons. I always get this woman mixed up. She played that very famous role where she's like a hooker or something, and then the CIA gets their hands on her, and then she becomes like a, a professional murderer. Bridget Fonda. Oh, of course. Bridget Fonda. She was always so wholesome, and then she just kind of dissolved. Uh, somebody told me that she got into a relationship with a man who uh, tried to manage her movies and was very... Um, clingy and wouldn't let her Ugh. do certain things. I'm not even sure if that's true. That's just in it's it's in the banals of my yeah. Kira Sedgwick. Come yeah. on, she's she's withstood well. She's been married for 96 years. Yeah, great for that. Bill Pullman. Okay. Oh my God, Did I you... got to rewatch this now. It's really a classic. I think I, Jeremy Piven, Eric Eric Stoltz is Eric. who I think she was with. Oh, Eric Stoltz is. I met Eric Stoltz about a month ago. He's sexy. He's he's the, the only ginger I ever met that I thought was sexy. Oh, I, well. Oh, and Damian Lewis too. What about the guy who's in Grantchester who just played who the, the fuck murderer is in? Um, he's it's like a PBS. Like if you. It's like a British BBC mysteries. show? Yeah. I mean, Grantchester, right? Yeah, I mean, it can't so be anything good. else. Like Broadchurch, and right? Then, oh, Broadchurch is so is good. Is that good too? Okay. Oh my God. It's probably my favorite show ever. Okay, now I have to watch that. But he plays this guy whose name I already forgot, but he has a name of another person in America, but he plays he plays like the vicar in Grantchester and it's like a lovely uh, solving crimes. Right, right, right. And then he plays this horrible murderer oh, wow. in this show called Happy Valley and it was it's such a big- And he's, he's a ginger? He's a ginger and he is- He's hot, really. Holy shit. I always wonder, is like, is it freckled all over? And that's something I'm happy to explore. I'm happy to kind of figure that out. I have no idea. You would have to I'd have to go research. Yeah, I'm happy to do that. But usually, yeah, I mean, it's it's not my natural inclination. I assume it's not. Well, why not? Why would the penis be excluded? Because I feel like it's different. Penis skin is like different skin. Yeah, I know, to our dismay. It's like a thin. It's weird, thin and pruney. It's like a totally different. Yeah. It's like a different casing. But you know, it's because those British guys are not circumcised, so they really have a casing. Maybe they took this guy over here for his penis maybe, and Maybe they back. did. No, because I've been with many um, British men and they're never circumcised. Never? No, it's Turtle City. Turtle City. Yeah. I'm sure there's some British men who... But they love it because they're like, well, fuck that. We have more, you know, they tell me we have more sensation and we didn't have to go through that. And I'm I mean, like, so okay, they think I wouldn't they've know. never had another penis. Exactly. And I think the guys that are circumcised, what are they going to say? I wish I had a foreskin back? Like, too late, fucker. Like, you know, don't live that way. Like, what? You can't, you know, take time back. Yeah. I, when I, um, you know, I totally have many children and I've, I've had them all circumcised. Not the women. I'm not, that's not, I'm against that. Um, Good. But um, it's, uh, it's, it's painful to watch, but also fun. It's like, a, you know, I'm like, <laughs> great. Look, they're doing, you know what I mean? It's great. It's fair. Snip that shit. You know what I mean? I don't know. It's one thing that as a woman, I could be like, ha ha. You know what I mean? Because we do with so much shit. Just had a friend who lasered her whole body. Wow. She's Mediterranean. Laser her whole fucking body. Can you imagine? No. The pain of that? No. What do we do? What do we go through? What do men have to do? You nothing. know what I mean? Not really nothing. Literally nothing. They complain if you like you rub one out and it's not like lubed up, and that's their complaint. Sorry, I'm getting worked up. I get a little worked up. And I'm itchy. I don't know why I'm it's itchy. The humidity. Is it? Yeah. I gotta go to a dentist, but you're going to the dentist now? I have to, but I, I've been putting it off because I know something's wrong. So I know that's when you're not supposed to put it off. Right. But I'm so afraid of dentists, but I just got to do it. I have to go to the ophthalmologist, and I hate that fucking shit with the drops that make you look like a zombie oh, yeah. for four hours. And then they tell you, don't drive, but how the fuck am I supposed to get home? You know what I mean? I can't sit in the waiting room and re- I can't read anything. Subway. Yeah, but it's, what am I going to go blind with the sub? Someone's probably going to shove me right in the tracks, right? I mean, you have a friend come. I don't have friends here. Would you come with me to the ophthalmologist? If you, if you make it a day that works, absolutely. Okay, well. I am go to doctors with people, friend. Uh, re- like chemo or like any doctor? And, like, no, I'll, like when my friends have operations, I'm, I'm go pick oh, them up. Oh, you're a good friend. 
You're a good friend. I, I mean, I walk into a hospital and I, it's a combination. I get depressed. I mean, oh, hospitals course. are sad, sad places. Um, but I try and cheer people up because I have a good disposition. Do you know what I mean? So I kind of go in. I don't put a clown nose on. I think that's cliche and abusive. Um, but I go in and I cheer people up. I'll hand out some candies, even to diabetics. You know what I mean? Whatever works. But then I walk out and I cry. Well, they're scary places. Yeah, I mean, it is. And then you think about the superbugs, right? Mm-hmm. Like, what am I catching? What's contagious and what's not? Well, I mean, the other way to look at it is how grateful are we that we live in a time when people at least know what germs are. I That's mean, true. we could have grown when, when they're like, oh, there's something wrong with your leg. We're going to chop the whole thing off. Uh, may or may not work. We don't even have an anesthetic. Uh, bite down on this piece of wood. Right, the piece of wood. I like to bite down on wood anyway. Um, I don't like, I don't like anesthesia, you know, I don't like anesthesia. So if I do get procedures done, I just take wood, but don't, um, don't worry about the dentist. I mean, do you have like a root canal thing happening? Uh, maybe. I mean, my mouth. You feeling pain? Uh, I feel like something's not right. You know when you feel that? Okay. Okay. Do you Google, do you ever do like, cause that's always terrifying. I had like a weird. Not allowed to do that anymore. I know, but I did that. I had a weird thing on my thing. Um. Don't do it. And I was like, it's cancer. Of it's always it's cancer. Always, no matter what, what it is, like an earache, it's cancer. You can't Google. I don't no. Google anymore at all. Yeah. It's hard to know what's, you know, what's real. I know it's everybody's lament with this anonymity, but it's hard to know. Um, if a website has MD in it, you're like, this is, it's obviously a but doctor. But it's also going to be different for everybody's experience. Right. Do you, um, I'm going to ask some personal questions. And okay. if you don't want to answer them, tell me to fuck off. Uh, don't use that phrase, though. Maybe use a nicer, a nicer yeah, phrase. Yeah, I don't think I've said that to anybody. No, I don't think you do. Um, do you want kids? No. No. Have you always known you don't want kids? Yep. What is it? You just don't have the energy for them, or you're just happy with your life as it is. Like, what's the, what's uh, in your head about that? I've just never had it in my. It's never been a part of my thoughts. Okay. Do you have siblings? No. Okay, that's interesting. I could imagine adopting children when I'm older. Oh, that's great. But I've never wanted. I I just not. It's not something that I have ever visualized. Interesting. And does your um your boyfriend want? I think he'd be up for whatever I wanted. Well, that's good, because otherwise it'd be like an issue, right? Well, that's good. That's good. I love people that know what they want and don't want. There are too many people that have kids that shouldn't be having kids. And what part of the city do you live in? I live in Queens. Do you like it? I do. You don't? Okay, so, because I've been here for a while, and I do miss trees and nature. I mean, I go to Central Park, but let's be honest. I mean, it's not like you're in the Adirondacks. It is not. Uh, do you? Are you a nature person? Do you like to camp, or are you happy just being urban? I miss... The outdoors. I feel like when you're in New York, even when you're outside, you don't feel like you're outside. Because the air smells like ass. And the the buildings are high, and uh, the longer I'm here, the more I miss nature. I mean, I grew up in Maine, in the mountains. Oh, I love so, Maine. So, like, I'm very... I mean, and you go home, and you're like, oh, I can't see the air here. This is so nice. And Right. Um, Did you grow up near Canada? Like, Parsons Field? Like, a way up? No. Okay, so close to Portland? I grew up in the... The foothills of the White Mountains, so at the end of Washington, Mount wow. Washington. and Amazing. I love Maine. I do. I really love Maine. I've only been to Portland and Kennebunk, but I mean, I think they're fantastic. But the coastline there is spectacular. Coastline is nice. So it's, it's like you're in England without, I was going to say the weird teeth, but that's such a cliche, but it's actually true. It's actually true. The dental work there is subpar. How often do you go back and visit? I try to go back twice a year. That's good. Your folks come to see you here? Yeah. Okay. So tell me about your um, your comedy career. Uh, how long have you been doing stand-up? I started in 2005. Okay. And then uh, my mom was in a car crash in 2008, so I took like two years off to wow. take care of her. And did you ever, you, you never use any of that for material? No. I actually wrote a show about it, a one-woman show, um, to help... It, you know, and then I think eventually I would go back to it. Okay. I would try to make oh, that you into have a screenplay. Pre- okay, okay. Um, no, I performed it, but then I sort of put it aside and got back into stand-up. I, and then I think eventually I would like to turn it into like a screenplay. You should, absolutely. And so so New York is the place for stand-up. Yeah. And what's your like? What's your favorite place to do stand-up? Like where? What's your favorite kind of venue? What I like about New York is that there's so many venues. Right. And I feel like I never have the answer to that question because what I like is that like it, it – you go to different venues and, and you like learn a lighting different even like different lighting I feel like throws you off of you know course what I mean it does. so it's like different sizes different different venues different people are bringing different types of people depending on whether or not they're getting tourists or like you know what I mean so what yes. I like specifically is that it's all different 
and I'm very anytime somebody puts me on stage, I'm like, I like this place. That's amazing. Well, you love. So how how often do you go up? Do you go up almost every night? Yeah, I go up six. I I try to take one night off a week. That's amazing. And does it pay? Sometimes. Sometimes it's a tough racket. Huh? I mean, I I don't think people get into stand up to make money. You're yeah. getting up a lot to try to get tighter. You're not going to get paid all the time. Right. A lot of spots are rooms and yeah. What's the longest set you've had? You've done. Well, one time I was headlining, this is an out-of-town gig, and then the feature didn't show up. Okay. So I did my hour plus their Wow. Oh, my God. That's amazing. Do you have an hour and 20 minutes of material? Yeah. That's pretty solid. How long did it take you to develop that? I mean, I've been doing it for a decade. Okay. But do you still do jokes that you did like a decade ago? I do sometimes when I'm like... out of town, and they're right. more like um, general populations going to get along with this. Jokes. Yeah, yeah. It's like the the stuff, the tried and true stuff that yeah. you know. Does it ever get tired? Like I can't believe I'm doing this joke, and like I don't want to do it again. Yeah, you have to kind of f- find the f- the fresh in it. Yeah, because or when you're like running a specific set, and you're like I hate it, or sometimes you're like I hate all my material. Right. Then you're like just get up. You got to get up. Well, it's interesting because I don't know if people are expected to certain comics. A lot of comics will do the same kind of material every day for a year and they have no problem with it and as long as you know, the audience loves it but the other comics are like they judge themselves they go no I want to write new stuff all the time this is embarrassing I want to write new jokes but I don't know how do you feel about that like do you feel the need to constantly well I think some people are like edited um, crisp people and then other people are kind of like Rant, stream of consciousness this people right, right. and you... I'm more in the second group oh good well that's a skill too do you do crowd work that looks terrifying I do do crowd work yeah and do you have like ready made lines for certain people because sometimes I mean, I'm like these are so good how did they not think of this beforehand well I think a lot of times you use something that you have from a joke to throw in there if it's somebody says something that references something that you've referenced in a joke okay then you'll just use the line from the joke instead of telling the joke interesting I always feel like comics could be great FBI profilers. Like we walk into a room, we can read what people most of the time, and I think we're pretty close. Right. We can guess what they do for a living. Right. If they're together, how long they've been together. We feel their energy just because we've seen so many rooms and so many people. Right. Well, it's interesting because I've seen comedy um, all over. Do you, how different are the audiences across the country, do you find? Um, you know, you leave, New York is so liberal. Right. And you leave and you forget that some things that you're saying are liberal when you don't even think of it as like one of your political jokes. Um, But also, if I'm on a particular show, that show will attract a certain demographic. But I mean, when you're just doing a gig where people are just showing up and you just happen to be the comic, you're, you know, I feel like sometimes, I mean, people are people. But sometimes you're like, oh, I'm very liberal for this area. Right. Um, I'm also from a rural area. Okay. So is that like Trump land? I mean, it's it's split, mixed. Yeah. But I mean, it's more like rural. You know what I mean? It's like I'm from. You know, cities. Cities are different than than rural areas. You know what I mean? And right. so I feel like I I can acclimate well. Yeah. Do you find um, tourists to be an easier audience? That they're, they're more to have fun and laugh than like jaded New Yorkers, or no? No. Oh, interesting. I don't because sometimes I feel like people don't, they've never been to a comedy show. They don't quite understand what they're, what, what they're they don't doing. understand the, what they're supposed to do. Right. Oh, interesting. Like uh, laugh. Yeah. Or that they <laughs> can laugh near somebody they don't know. You know what I mean? Mm, they're, they're a yeah. bit on edge. Right. Um, it really depends. They're nervous about heckling. Yeah. Sometimes I think you just, you know, it really depends. Yeah. I think everybody has it within them to be, uh, not everybody. Some people just don't want to have a good time. They've come to not have a good time. That's people in life in general. Yeah, and you're like, why did you come to a comedy show? To or be they, fucking miserable. Or they come to get upset about something that you're like, this is my experience. Why are you going to fucking take it personally? You yeah, know what I mean? People are weird. So, but yeah. I feel like you can get great audiences anywhere. I'm wondering, because I'm, because I'm so codependent, I think if, if an audience doesn't like me, or if I get, you know, if I get talked to by an audience member, I would just die. I mean, how do you stay resilient? How do you not take it personally? It happens so much that after a while, you're like, I can't die every time. Okay. But it has happened where you're like, you come home depressed. You're like, that did not go well. You come depressed. Oh, my God. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, Regularly. It's hard. It's It's, embarrassing. It's masochistic. I feel embarrassed. Like, I'll be like, I can't believe that whole room of people saw that happen. And and I'm always like, that's probably the room where, like, there was a person who was like, we want to use Leo for a movie. And then they saw that. And they're like, no. 
or they're like, oh, what was wrong with her? Or they think that was me at my bet. You know, and then I'm like, right. I can't think all these things. It doesn't fucking matter. Comics bomb. I got to work out jokes. It wasn't yes. my fucking And they day. forget about it 10 minutes Who later. Who fuck cares? Yeah. Yeah. It's hard. It's a hard muscle because I think all comics are all, you know, I don't want to say fucked up, but they're all like wounded animals. That's so why they're so sensitive. good comics. So and then it's like you want to be loved. But if you're not loved, what do you what do you get defended? You just can't. You just have to be like, I'm letting this go. I'm walking away from it. Right. It's a it's a muscle, isn't it? It's a muscle. But it's good life skill to have, isn't it? Um, it is a good life skill to have. I mean, what are you going to let it stop you? You can't. It's not going to. I'm still going to get up on stage. Right. Right, you try, you forget, right? We forget the the shit that happens to us. We just repeat the same, same mistakes. It's also, you know, people say this, and I don't know if we say this to make ourselves feel better, but the bombs or the shitty ones are the ones you learn from, right. which is true in that you're like, how can I make sure that doesn't happen again? Right. Or what went wrong there? Right. Well, sometimes, but tell me if I'm sometimes wrong. Sometimes it's just a. Sometimes it's the crowd, right? Sometimes you can blame the crowd. Sometimes you have a joke that's worked ninety million times, and one night the audience just doesn't get it. Do you think it's always the performer? I mean, definitely that happens. Yeah. But then on those ones, it's that's not even really a bomb. I don't think that's just like they're they are not for me. They weren't you're into not, me, but not I people. still feel like I had a good set. But when you feel like you weren't good, right. it's a different feeling. Right. Do you feel like you have to, um, that if you're too attractive, it's distracting from the comedy? Do you believe that? I feel like there's a lot of very attractive comics doing well. Okay, good. So you don't think that's true? I, I don't know. I feel like you have to, a person has to factor in what they look like when they're presenting it, when they're presenting comedy. That's inter- Can you elaborate? It's just interesting to me because I remember reading... One comic woman who said that, yeah, she tries to just kind of just wear simple clothes. You know what I mean? That's just it's all about the material and not about her being objectified or, you know, I really think it depends on the person who is like there are some very attractive female comics who like who want to be attractive. Like that's how they dress regularly. Right. They're wearing heels and dresses. That's their thing. So I think it's important to just be who you are. Yes, I think that's true, too. I mean, nobody likes, you know, people make fun of my haircut. I think it's delightful. It's really awesome. Thank you. So I think that if some people think it's fucking ugly and people say that to me online, which hurts my feelings, but I'm also like, that's okay. That's their anger. That's their insecurity, mm-hmm. not being supportive of my hairstyle. Obviously, as a woman, no matter what, you're going to have to go through that, that, that layer bullshit. of what people think you look like. Right. Yeah, it's interesting because I don't, I don't see as much. I mean, I'm trying to think of men if they're as diverse, but I don't. There's some men that do stand up in suits. I'm trying to think of who does stand up in suits. Well, the thing is, is that there, you know, the men who I know who are very like modely type, good looking, have right. to address it in some way because otherwise, you're like, I'm gonna hear sit here and listen to you talk about your problems when you like look when like you a, look like. Right. That's what I feel like people feel from typical, like when I say typical good looking, because right. there's like very handsome in like different kinds of ways. Right. Um. So I think people just need to. I used to have a stronger opinion on this, but I actually think it's sort of it's per individual. I mean, yeah, there's some very attractive comics and some very unattractive comics, and they're all funny, and that's the joy of comedy, yeah. right? It is a equal opportunity, if you, I think. If you do the work and get funny, I think that you can make whatever work. Yeah. Well, I think these days you can just put a fucking YouTube video on, right? What's that guy's name? We had the, Bo Burnham. Didn't he just have, like, YouTube videos first? Yeah, but he's very talented. Yeah, but I'm just saying, he's talented, but he didn't do the club circuit for, ta- right? He had a different journey. Yeah. Um, I'm hoping this podcast will kind of catapult me. To another level. Yes, I think so. I'm just tired of the surrogacy. I'm yeah, a, I, mean, I got to be honest. It's a lot honest. of work. It's a lot of work. It's a lot of birthing. It's a lot of doulas. I always have a doula with me to help me with the process, even though I've done it so many fucking times. Um, can we do some emails? Yeah, some let's snail do some mails. Emails. Okay, great. All right, let's see here. <clears throat> okay, um, and hopefully you can impart some some because some of these questions are so far off for me. Dear Ray Lynn, I am a virgin. Will it hurt? I'm afraid of the pain. I don't remember the pain. Do you remember the pain? I mean, it's nothing in comparison of like the pain of like realizing that how hard life is. Okay, that's so okay. So suck it up. It's like a little physical. It's like a little pinch. Until you get an IUD, that's that's gonna. Do hurt. you have an IUD? Yeah, I have an IUD. And what is that? Because I've never had an IUD because I can't. I need to keep making babies. Um, what do they insert in there? Like, what is it? It's like, like a, a little antenna. It's like a Wi-Fi hotspot. Is it really? It's like right behind my cervix. <laughs> I get HBO Game of Thrones. <laughs> That's fantastic. And it works. There's no, like, mishaps. Or if they don't put it in right, can it, like, oh, there can sperm be can sneak through? Uh, there can be problems. You just have to hope that you're not the... That's the <gasps> fucking It's like a tampon, though, right? Like a ta- prob- yeah. Well, it's behind your cervix, so it's not really like a tampon. Wow. 
Oh, it's behind. I don't even know how phys- I can't even imagine they that. Open physically. that up. How do they get they in there? Pop it in. They open it. They open the cervix. Yeah, with like fingers or like a no, speculum like a thing. <gasps> yeah. Okay. Okay. And yep. it's just better than the pill. I, I I did not do well with the pill. Oh, it makes you crazy, person. Yeah. yeah. Crazier. Okay. Well, you seem very stable to me. Do I? Yes, you seem Thank extremely you. stable and rational. Um, don't we all? I guess when requested. Okay. Dear Ray Lynn, I've been married to my husband for over 15 years. He seems bored with sex, and I'm afraid he's going to look elsewhere. How do I keep him engaged, Rebecca? What? Well, you, I didn't mean to jump in. No, please jump in, because you're my co-consultant I would today. ask Rebecca how you feel about your sex life. Like, why are we so worried about keeping men? Oh, interesting. Well, I can't ask her now. I but mean, yeah. I think, Rebecca, are you having fun? Or do you feel like it's like a job that you got to fuck this guy? And in which case, why are you with him? Right. Yeah. No. But, like, if you're not having fun, then figure out what you would do to make have fun. You got to have regular sex with a person, which is, like, a way, you know. Yeah. You got to figure that out. But if if but I would ask yourself, why are you asking about him? Right. Why aren't you asking about, about yourself? You. Well, that's a female, right? That's the female problem. Like, servant, you know what I mean? Like, how do I serve my partner? I think because I'm an only child, I'm oddly. You're, like, looking out for yourself. Self-centered. Um, well, I don't think it's that odd. It seems kind of. But I mean, not in like, I care. I really care. But like, here's the deal. If he looks somewhere else, you get to look somewhere else. Which could be fun. So like. Right. Win-win. You're in the relationship. Everybody decides to give up other people. You spend your time on each other's goals and dreams. If somebody else fucks that up by making you distrust them. Right. Then you don't have to fucking spend any more time worrying about their hopes and dreams. You can go fuck somebody else. This is very good advice, Leah. This is good stuff. I just don't, I would never want to be in a relationship where I worry about people cheating because it's not, you shouldn't have to do that. If you're investing in somebody, right? if they're, it's not worth it. Well, I have been cheated on and it devastated me. Being cheated on is a terrible, terrible feeling. It really is. And I don't get it. If you don't want to be in a relationship, then don't be in it. Yeah, don't be in it. Then get out. Get or be out. in an open, re- you know, be, on, be in an open relationship. People who cheat are a certain kind of person. They are. And that's why I, I'm scared of those people because it's like a muscle. Because they can do it. They don't have that moral compass. They don't have the moral it's compass. Not, it's a, not a con, It's like a conscience thing. They're not worried about it. It happened and it goes into the ether and then they come back home and they get in my bed and fuck me and there's not a problem. And they just, they rationalize it. They're like, oh, well, you did this. And like, no, 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 no. Those guys can rationalize anything. Yeah. And also it has nothing to do with you. That A it's cheater a good, will yeah. cheat on anybody. Well, didn't Halle Berry, I mean, if Halle Berry's getting cheated yeah. on, you know. Look at these amazing, you know what I mean? Yeah, of course. So it's like, if this is the kind of person... You don't have to worry that someone's a cheater. Right. You're Bec- right. Because you can't, like, your time that you're investing in this person is valuable time. We, yep. So if they're a cheater, get the fuck out. Get the fuck out, yeah. Well, hopefully you didn't cheat on you, Rebecca. So, you know what? Also, I feel like guys are just, like, happy for, I think sometimes women, we feel like we have to be this, like, oh. Like know. a porn film. Like a porn, no. Yeah. They just are so happy to have a place to put their penis. It's just meat and potatoes at the end of the day. Really? Yeah. Just. I mean, porn sex can be fun, but I think after a while it gets boring, too. You know what I mean? Like, just fucking. You want intimacy after a while. I mean, right? I mean, again, I my longest relationship has been, like, 15 minutes. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. I, I can't tell. But someone, like... I mean, you want to keep things, spi- but how, eh, I don't know. Do you get ever bored? Do you need to be like, we need to spice this up? We need to get more engaged? Or you're like, you're happy with just. I'm more like, we got to get a bedroom that doesn't touch where our bed is big. Big enough you, to fit? Yeah. The, well, it's like a, we our, our bed touches three out of the four walls. And right. I'm like, so one day like I would love to have room. sex and then not squish down to the end of the bed to get out. You know what I mean? Right. That's pretty funny. Um, Do you ever suffer? I am. Um, I'll be honest with you now, Leah. I suffer from uh, UTIs quite often after oh. intercourse. Yeah, yeah. Do you pee? I pee after sex. I wipe front to back. Um, do you drink a lot of water? I do, but you know what? I think if the guy's really big, I get the UTI. I can't avoid it. And what am I going to do? Sleep with a bunch of micro penises? I mean, that's depressing. But so. I mean, are you doing all the vaginal? Like, do you take the probiotic? I don't. You got to take a probiotic for the UTI. Yeah, even? for a vaginal health. Yes. Okay. You got to take a. Mu- it's expensive, but it's fucking worth it. All right. Well, I, you well know. and you also got to be like, what? This is so important. Whoever you're sleeping with, you have to be like, what kind of soap? Did you wash your dick with? Really? Yes. I never thought of. Because so they're using Irish are they spring. washing their fucking dick with Dial or Irish Spring? Of course, right. you're gonna have a problem. Right. That's the chemicals. So they got to be like some sort of essential oil, Whole Foods. You got to do a Dove or a Pear soap. 
pear. Ooh. I, and then be like, this is what I you need think you think Dove to is going to be good? Yeah, Dove is, I mean, I've, you know. You've used Dove for your, okay. I mean, uh, unless, I mean, obviously this is if you're having unprotected sex with a condom. Right. Um, I don't But you've got to think about what men have washed their penises with. And okay. then on top of that, you got to be drinking your water and you got to have a daily probiotic. They're expensive for women because it's the kind you keep in the fridge and it's for your vagina. Oh, it's a vaginal probiotic. Look it, it up, ladies. Look it up. Okay. Okay. Um, this is good stuff to know because I'm pretty, you know, I go online, I read goop. You know, I try and keep up with wellness, but uh, I never thought about the soap on the dick. Yeah. I should just bring my own soap. If I'm going in for like a booty yeah, call, I'll bring up little just peels. Like, can you, guys don't give a shit. No. would be like, can you go w- wash your dick with this pear soap? And they're like, sweet. They'd be like, smells like fruit salad. Right. As long as I'm fucking you, I'll wash it yep. with guys mayonnaise. Guys do not care. Right. They're happy to do whatever. Look, I'll wash it. I don't mind washing you can it for wash them. It. it can be a fun activity. Yep. Rebecca, why don't you go out and buy some pear soap, start washing your husband's penis. That might make things more festive. It's almost like, like a beach party. And Rebecca, I didn't mean to be hard-nosed on that. Like, if you're feeling insecure or whatever, I'm just saying you deserve... You deserve better. ...to not... Worry about a cheater. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. And it maybe you're feeling like you want to spice things up, and that's and you put it Projecting. in... Projecting. And so you're like, are we too... And then I think you should feel comfortable being like, let's go to a, 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 like a sex shop, or... I get a big vibrator. You know, yeah. try out some of these things, or... Yeah. No, I think you're right. But I wouldn't worry... No, you don't want to live in a in a world where you're worrying about somebody cheating you on you. I think it's hard. People come scarred. People come with a lot of baggage. You know, I think that's the challenge. People that have been cheated on. I know, but it, the thing is, you can never con- it's it. You endless, can't control you can it. You never control that, and it will be no. an endless beast you have to feed about you're worrying right. about. And I don't want to worry about whether or not. And if it happens, it happens, and you deal with it. You, you dump the guy, or you deal whatever. You deal with it. Yeah. You can't. You can't anticipate it. You go find a redhead to see if their a ginger have freckles. freckles. I have to find that guy. What's the guy? What's that show's name again? Grantchester. Let me look up his name. Vicar. Had, I want anybody that plays a vicar. Don't you though? Grantchester. Those ben- Brits. The names they have. What's that guy's name? Benedict Cumberbatch. I mean, Benedict. what the fuck? I don't think he's. I don't know. I don't find him attractive. Really? Yeah, oddly sexy. He's like the Russell Crowe version of you know what I mean, but skinnier and taller, like the the ugly hot. You think that that that's him? He's got a voice. You know, he doesn't. He's got a voice, and he like can play Hamlet. James Norton is his name. James, can I see him? Yeah, he's in this new. Is he a show true called, ginger? Yeah, I think so. He's okay. in this new show called. Um, McMafia. He's actually being... And he's, he's a Brit, too. Okay. Yeah. He might be the next... Bond? Yep. Really? Yeah. Wow. I thought they were going to make a black Bond. I thought they were going to use Idris Elba to be a Bond. Well, I hope so. He's I mean, I, they could take both of them, and I would be delighted. They could do a Bond sandwich. You know, they're, these shots that they have of him are not the best. Not great? What are you on, IMDb? Yeah. Let me just find What about one. a Google image? Who is this guy? This is uh, James... Oh, you know what? No, not my type. Wait till you see him as a vicar. Okay. In oh, he's got. Oh, I do know who he is. Yes, he's got the great jawline. He's a great jawline. He, I've seen. He he's was in, in the new Flatliners. I don't know Flatliners, but I did see him in something else. Was it The Crown? It wasn't The Crown. It was another show that I saw him in. So we try. Maybe I'll try and he's get him on this really show. Really nice jawline. That's really funny. I. And this is a weird question. This is not a. This is my question. This is not a. Uh, this is not an audience question. What was the oldest man you slept with? You know, I don't know. Um, I don't check IDs. I'd say probably the oldest would be somebody ten years older than me. I've I've slept with older men as part of you know as part of work. Because uh, I I do have daddy issues, so I think that when I get to a man that like you know what I mean, if it's how much older than you is older, it's like twenty five years. Oh okay. Um, you know, so I think that um, and I was younger, so it was like I was thirty five and he was fifty five, but he wasn't like a Richard Gear fifty five. Do you know what I mean? He was more like a oh. You're, you could be my daddy. Um, and it was it was weird. It was hot and weird at the same time. And then I went into, I spiraled into like, do I want to sleep with my father? You know what I mean? Like all this Freudian, because I don't know if Freud talked about that kind. They talk about the mom wanting to sleep with the kid, right? But yeah. That's was it, the Oedipal. Oedipal complex. Yeah, but there's is there a corollary? I assume it's the same on the opposite side. Yeah, right? I mean, so that took me to a dark, a dark, dark place. But it was still fun. It was still fun. Um, okay, one more question. Let's see here. Have you ever had a joke stolen oh from my you? God. Yeah. Like you've witnessed it in real time or did you just hear about it later? No, I witnessed it in real time and I tried to talk to the person about it. And what they say? No, I wrote that joke long before you did it. Was that their response? Because what are they going to say? I'm sorry I stole your joke. 
Oh yeah, no, it's a denial and it's a weird, it's, it's a, a weird thing. And I tried to have like an upfront, healthy conversation. Was it a whole bit or just one liner? It's a bit. Oh wow! Do you think maybe some people don't even realize it I think that some they forgot? Don't even they realize. forgot. They think I came up with this, but you saw it. Like I get, I get that. Uh, I've had weird uh, body image month. Like you know those months where you just you feel you hate certain parts of your body. Oh yeah. So I'm on my thighs now. Um, and you have very nice thighs. No, I don't. I don't like my legs. And that's why I wear pants most of the time. I don't, if I wear a dress, I don't have cankles. Let's not, but even if I did, I just don't like my legs. And I have like cellulite, but not crazy like cottage cheese, but it's there. And I don't know what the fuck to do about but everybody it. Everybody has cellulite. Do you think though? Cause I saw, I went to this little pool rooftop, New York, she, she pool thing. And there were girls there. And I literally went into their ass. Like I walked up and stared at their asses. They probably had it like, um, frozen or lasered Can or you whatever. Yeah. You go to those cryo places and they shake up your fat. How do you just put an ice cube on? And no, it just... you like stand in a frozen tank. It literally freezes. Well, it freezes it, and then it's supposed to like sort of break it. I think some people don't have cellulite because of the way their estrogen makes fat, but most people do. So I shouldn't feel that bad. Well, why? Why are you feeling bad? Because I just because are I, you making money from people taking pictures of the back of your legs? Is that how you make a well, living? Well, I'd like to. I mean, it would. Why not have that option? I mean, I know. Is there already part of body you don't like that you get down on yourself on? Or oh, no? of course. But I try really hard to remind myself that like. Capitalism is set up for me to make money off hating myself. So I just try not to think about it. Does it work? Yeah, it works. The more you think about something, the sadder you're going to get. I could just sit and think about... I know. We can all depress ourselves into oblivion. I think I'm a pretty positive person. I think it's just... It comes in waves. You know what I mean? I try and blame hormones, but it's not that. Um, I also don't work out. I hate working out. So maybe if I did fucking something about it, then I'd feel better. Oh, I work out regularly. I have tons of cellulite. Okay, so it doesn't help. Okay, so I should I shouldn't even start working out then. I don't. But I mean, waste I think time. you feel good working out. It gives you and. En- what do you like to do? Are you a treadmill girl? Are you a Soul Cycle? Oh my god, I fucking love Zumba. Zumba. And people make fun of it like nobody's business. No, boop, it is boop, so boop, boop. fun. Okay. And I love hot yoga. That's like the Bikram, yeah. where everybody smells like rectums. Okay. You can't even smell. It's so hot. Oh wow. Is everybody half naked in those things? I mean, you gotta, you gotta, you don't want to wear loose clothes. Spandex. Oh, you don't want to wear spandex because it's, you want to wear cotton. Of course. Right. But if I wanted to come in with like underwear and a bra, I could. Absolutely. People do that. Yep. I just got to wax first, but um, maybe I'll do that. So it's Bikram. Or did he have have a copyright on hot yoga or can I, is it like, there can be like a place called hot yoga, like champagne. I go to places called hot yoga because they're not using, they don't want to use the trademark. Bikram. Okay. Also, I think he recently got accused of like raping a bunch of people. So, well, people didn't they going, all like what a wild uh, Osho? You see that wild, wild country documentary? Oh, I heard about that. Oh, you gotta it. watch it. That I, can, I can only watch so many documentaries because after a while, dark. you're like, I, I, I gotta, gotta, I gotta be alive. I know. <laughs> Osho, creepy, but uh, look, they're all sexual beings and they're all doing yoga and they're bending their bodies. So, what comes next? You know what I mean? Mm-mm. Apparently, not sleeping with Apparently all your disciples. Not consent. Thank you for, for coming, Thank you Leah. for having me. Bonima. Thank that, you. Um, you are delightful. When, tell me when your next shows are so I can come check them out. What's your website? You know, my website is not updated. Uh, so it's like 1984. Old, okay. But uh, the calendar is updated. Oh. So if you go to leahbonima.com, I have all my shows on there. Okay. I'm desperately trying to up my Instagram. So uh, if so people can want to follow, follow me on Instagram. Okay. Is it just Leah Bonima? Yeah. L-E- okay, so go ahead. No. You go. No. L e a h b o n n e m a. Okay, one M, two N's. Yes, two Nancys, one Mary. Yep. Um, follow her, fantastic. Never straighten your hair, please. Don't do a Carrie Russell. Keep those beautiful curls. I do like curls. a blowout sometimes. Sometimes I like a blowout. Okay, Makes okay. Me you feel, know, uh, like glammy. Uh, yeah, very glammy. All right, you do. You look glammy. With my hair, I don't have a lot of options. I mean, but um, it's, it's it's wow. Thank you. We're gonna take a picture with your hair next to my hair. Cool. And I'll send you on your. On your way, and I'm gonna. Um, buy I already some- have to pee again. I peed right before. Well, it might be UTI. Uh, okay, thank you, Leah. Why can't I just be hydrated? Why can't I just be it's hydrated? It's never just about being hydrated. Why can't I just be hydrated? 